Hey, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And just remember, if you need any help with investing or want a second opinion on your current investments, feel free to reach out to me at centurycitywealthmanagement.com. Have an awesome day. Hey, I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I interview business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. I'm uh, really excited to have Lawrence Charles on the line today. Uh, he's, he was an EY Entrepreneur of the Year nominee. He's been recognized by the City of Los Angeles, Pasadena, Congress, and Senate for his civic work. Um, Lawrence, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I appreciate being here. So I'm really excited to get into what you do um, in your business with Charles and Company. But before we get into that, um, let's just start with, as I mentioned to you, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs listening to this show. Uh, let's just get into your history as an entrepreneur. Sure. Uh, so I started actually uh, back in high school just uh, cutting hair in my grandmother's bathroom and uh, turned that into a consulting job with Wall Hair Clipper where I uh, essentially was uh, negotiating con- contracts for myself in high school about uh, $400 uh, an hour and uh, I had no idea what I was doing, but I realized it was a bit of a talent. And uh, so I just went in the process of just trying to understand a little bit more. Uh, since then, I uh, finished my studies, uh, studying industrial design, and um, I'm a product designer, uh, was a head designer um, for a short period, but decided that uh, I'm probably not the guy that needs to be uh, in the office or told what to do because I questioned everything. Um, I, I thought everything was wrong, <laughs> and, I, and, and there was just better ways to do things. So uh, being that type of rebel, uh, I just kind of went on a path to try to understand uh, what these things were um, that these gifts that God gave me and tried to understand how I could uh, apply those to uh, what was true for me. And so I moved to New York City, um, and that's where, uh, you know, I just kind of had a more grander understanding of, uh, you know, the city, uh, how business worked, how brands were built uh, from behind the scenes. So I um, worked as a model, um, so uh, working with a number of, uh, big brands, um, I was able to be a fly on the wall. So that helped me understand how uh, big PR was done, uh, how uh, big companies and designers made decisions. And, um, you know, when I was there just to smile, I, I was trying to learn as much as I possibly could. And uh, on top of that, I took a couple odd jobs to just get the skill sets that I needed uh, that I thought I would need um, when I decided to take the plunge. And wow. uh, from there, yeah, from there, so, I moved to Los Angeles, and, and, and that's where everything began. Wow. So let's talk a little bit more about that apprentice phase, like as being an apprentice. Because, you know, it's, it wasn't like you're, you know, going to the shoe cobbler back in the day and people look at the word apprentice and maybe don't uh, don't appreciate it as much. Um, but, you know, you really went through a, a legit apprentice phase, through going to New York, throwing yourself in the middle of things, going to – work for these big brands. I mean, let, let, let's let's talk about that a little bit more because for some people listening, they may be considering that or they may be thinking about skipping that, um, which may or may not be the right thing to do. Let, let's talk a little bit more on your thoughts on that. So 
so my thing was to kind of shorten the distance between, um, you know, what I knew and what I had the ability uh, to know. And so, you know, learning how to learn what is, is, a, is a good thing to kind of do uh, when you're in a learning environment uh, because it gives you a shortcut. Um, so in, in business, it's, uh, you know, for me, uh, it was just trying to understand all these different uh, things that other people were doing and other entrepreneurs did, what their intents were. Uh, and then I, I was able to understand more so myself. Um, just to add to that, so I'm African-American. Uh, growing up, there was no one to tell me anything. And Noam Wasserberg, excuse me, Noam Wasserman over at Harvard, uh, now he's at USC, uh, had brought up this term called uh, opportunity window. So uh, most people that grew up in poor environments uh, don't have as big of an opportunity window because uh, they don't have the uncle that's a doctor, the, you know, father that's a lawyer. Uh, they don't see that bridge between, um, you know, what uh, sparks uh, an idea and what can happen after you pursue and you follow through. So that that cottage to that big house, you know, they couldn't under, you know, they, they don't have that opportunity to be able to see that. So for me, no one could help me to understand this natural talent that I had. So I knew it was a talent. I knew it was something that I had within me. Uh, but I had to go out and try to open up that opportunity window for myself a little bit and understand how to apply that to business uh, to make myself a better human being. So it didn't matter if I went to an Ivy League school or not or had, you know, those things early on or not, uh, but I was able to learn through any condition. No, that's great. And so, and I agree with you, by the way. I see the apprentice phase as actually a shortcut. So I think it's the faster way to get knowledge and it's the faster way to gain expertise versus going out there and having to refigure out everything on your own. Like, I do believe in the idea of having a a basis of knowledge um, prior to. And, you know, not everybody has to agree with that, but that was also my route. So I started my apprentices, my apprentice phase when I was 16 working for my first financial firm. And why? Because of exactly what you said. Like, I didn't, my, and I, this was the foresight, actually, of my parents. My father, he said, hey, I don't know. He, he owned the business, but he's like, I don't know the upper echelons of finance. Like, I don't know that. Um, I know how to run my business. Um, so he's the one who kind of nudged me to go and, you know, seek other help, and what, which is led, what led me to that first internship at, um, at a financial firm. So I'm, I'm completely on your page. Um, sure. All right, let's, let's, yeah. uh, let's switch pace a little bit, and let's talk a little bit more about Charles and Company and what you do there. Sure, yeah. Uh, so Charles and Company is uh, – so it all started from the experience I had in New York City where uh, coming from uh, a small town in Ohio, uh, Canton, Ohio, I didn't have like, – more so my understanding of tea was lifted. And so when I got to New York, I thought it was cool to order everything that was Japanese. Uh, it sounded, you know, really hard to pronounce. And uh, it just made me feel cooler. But it was just more so the experience that I was having that everything seemed to slow down in this city. There was 24-7. And so these different cafes from uh, Greenwich Village up to the Upper West Side, Harlem, uh, those were some unique experiences that I wasn't necessarily seeking, but I had those. So I wanted to take everything that I knew and learned uh, there. And I, you know, again, 
I, I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. So it was just a matter of, okay, choose something. And so I just decided, hey, why not tea? And um, so Charles & Company, we're a luxury organic and kosher tea brand. Um, we um, have a number of restaurants that we service here in Southern California. Uh, we uh, started working with hotels just recently. Uh, you can find us in the Four Seasons, Nobu Hotels. Um, we work with uh, Malibu Farm uh, in, in Malibu. Um, new restaurants just opened up uh, down on Lido Island, uh, and we're expanding pretty quickly. But, uh, again, I didn't have anything when I started. I started from a mountain bike, uh, and I literally went door-to-door in L.A., uh, just trying to find uh, places and people uh, that will buy my tea. And I was fortunate enough to uh, for a, a couple of celebrity chefs to take notice of what I was doing, and they invited me into what they were doing. So I started doing dinners with a number of celebrity chefs. Um, I started working with James Beard and a number of other things, and um, and it just expanded my understanding of what I was doing that was right, and uh, and I just kept pushing it. Wow, that's great. And I love I love what you're what you're talking about too. You said you went door to door. How many people out there are willing to go door to door to realize their dream and to make something happen? Man, that's that is truly inspiring. Um it's like uh what from the Paul Mitchell brand, John Paul Zorio. I've heard him give a speech and he's telling he's talking about how he went up and down Ventura Boulevard going door to door selling his shampoo. Like door to door, every single salon he went to buy and he lit. I mean, he literally was sleeping in his car, taking showers in in the park. Basically, is what he said. Um, and that's how he got his brand started. And look what he's done. So um, there's something there's something special about a person that's willing to do that kind of work. So I'm really excited to see um, what you do, Lawrence, with your brand um, and just in general going forward. Um, where can people find you if they want to follow you? If they want to purchase from you? Um, where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find us actually at cnctea.com, so that's cnct.com. You can also see what we're up to on Instagram, um, and that's at Charles N. Company. So Charles, letter N, company. So Charles N. Company, and that's Instagram, Twitter, also Facebook. And um, you can take a a look, watch us. Uh, We are doing some really fun, interesting things. Um, we just finished up uh, Kiva Loan, which we had uh, crowdfunded by a number of people around the world. Uh, we personally ship out to, uh, you know, places like Saudi Arabia, India, uh, as far as Australia, uh, in our own backyard here in the States. Uh, so and this is something that we do without any marketing online. And so it's all word of mouth. Uh, again, it started from that door to door, um, just being kind, just being a good person, but by all means hustle. And, um, you know, I'm a shark inside, but on the outside, I'm a kind, kind person. So, uh, you know, just that drive. So those people, word of mouth, it just all spreads. And so you can find us at those places. Uh, you can email me. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to place an order, sometimes we have some custom blends out there that's not on the site at Lawrence at cnctea.com. All right, Lawrence. Well, hey, welcome and um, wishing you the best success. Um, thanks for coming to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it, Adam. 
Oh, 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 oh,